This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The world of crypto is an incredibly exciting journey that we're all going on together. We don't know where it's leading to, but we know it's going to be absolutely massive. Join me, Ral Pal, as I guide you on our adventure to discover just what this new world will look like. Siddharth, fantastic to get you on Real Vision. Same here. Pretty excited to be here. <laughs> you know, India is obviously very close to my heart, being half Indian. I spend a lot of time there. I'm following the story of crypto and who better to speak to than you. Um, so just firstly, give people a brief introduction of of what you do and then we're going to go back in the past and find out how the hell you got here oh my god all right so i'm siddharth siddharth menon uh, i'm a co-founder of wazirx and uh, i basically handle all the operations at wazirx coo and uh, yeah we've been building wazirx uh, since 2018 uh, we've been trying to see how india can adopt to web3 and basically, Wazirx uh, is an, uh, a portal for people to have access to Web3 application or the entire Web3, uh, you know, T5 uh, layers, everything around that. So, yeah, that's me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Wazirx is, what, the largest, second largest crypto exchange in India. And so you're at the forefront of everything that's happening there. You're seeing the whole thing on the ground, right? Yes. I mean, we are the biggest uh, right now. Almost seventy percent, uh, seventy to eighty percent of the INR volume uh, comes from Wazirx right now. Fantastic. So, tell me your story. How did you get here? What What did you start doing? And then, <laughs> how did you end up in the crazy world of crypto? Crypto. Okay. Uh, I think uh, so. Just before this, just before crypto, uh, me and Nishal, we were uh, running another uh, company called as Crowdfire, and Crowdfire was a product to help uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, any any people get get famous or you can say you know build a brand on the internet right so just get, making them big and this is start it started with all the marketing tools that was needed for uh, somebody to go big online uh, to management and many things around that and what was happening was uh, uh, this product was actually competing with all the ad uh, products of Facebook Twitter Instagram everyone. And they started, they didn't like us, right? Like, so they didn't like uh, what we were doing because what we were doing was a more organic way of helping them grow. Uh, and this sort of uh, led to this uh, control where we realized, you know, how centralized platform actually sort of squeeze you in and sort of limit you in, in terms of growth. And we literally hate, um, you know, hate that. So and that's when we realized, you know, we need to build something on, on a decentralized world. This was 2017, uh, mid 2017, and things were going really, uh, you know, bad at the at the crowdfire level, primarily because all these guys were uh, trying to cap our API, not uh, letting us grow. And uh, in 2017 is when we realized, you know, we want to build something more decentralized. You know, Ethereum is was just picking up, and we said, hey, you know, what if we can build something uh, where people can create content 
and have a decentralized uh, network where you can just create content. There's an incentive layer around that. So we started, obviously. Uh, you know, the more we uh, dug in, we realized, hey, you know, the basic infrastructure is not there. And uh, and the more we got in, we realized, hey, you know what, even if you do this, um, you know, the, the basic, uh, uh, the experience of coming on ramping into uh, crypto is completely broken in India. It's like, hey, you know what, I think we should probably solve this because at that time, uh, all the exchanges that were there was not not uh, world-class, right? They were not actually had, uh, at least I would say, you know, they could have been much better, you know, uh, in terms of uh, what they could offer to all the users there. And we said, hey, you know, let's do this. Let's let's build uh, an exchange. And I think 2017, late 2017 is, I started working on an exchange in a silo while we were still having Crowdfire. And I think in March is when we finally rolled out our uh, exchange uh, to the world. And I think it's after that, it's been a lot of roller coaster ups and downs and crazy moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, startup life is not easy, right? And not easy at all. Not easy particularly at all. in crypto in India. So let's talk a bit about, let's frame India. Why has crypto resonated so much in India? What are the, because a lot of people watching this won't realize some of the restrictions that people have, how things work. So talk through the kind of macro backdrop for why crypto in India. Yes, I think uh, a, a very uh, important, uh, you know, realization that, uh, you have is that India is a very capital controlled um, you know, economy where you know, there's a lot of restrictions about how money goes out and uh, come in. And that by itself uh, creates a lot of wall you know, when you're building, uh, especially a product that is into fintech, which can sort of work with, with the global market. So this was the biggest challenge in general. And that's one of the reasons that uh, RBI, that is Reserve Bank of India, had issues uh, or still has issues with, you know, uh, conscious about how this economy would work out. Uh, there was obviously a, an early fear of that Bitcoin being re- replacing INR and becoming a currency itself. But obviously, right, like we all understand Bitcoin cannot be a currency. Bitcoin is a store of value and many things around it. So the, the whole, whole world cryptocurrency uh, there was a lot of misinformation about it in 2017, 18. Uh, people thought it'll do this. People thought it'll do that. Uh, it's not traceable. But the reality is completely different. And uh, in 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 uh, 2018, because of all this misinformation and many other things, is when RBI actually sort of enforced a blanket ban on uh, on cryptos. That is, you know, exchanges, Bozirex, or any institution that is dealing in crypto cannot have a bank account. And if you cannot have a bank account, you basically kill the entire market because there is no way people can on-ramp to crypto. If I want to participate in an Ethereum, I want to build something on Ethereum or probably use a product on Ethereum, I cannot do that. Right? It's almost like, you know, back in the days, if uh, I, I am not given access to internet and you block my internet and I can't do anything on the internet, it's a very similar story, right? Like it's, it's not just the money that is there. There's a lot more that is happening on Web3 and if if i don't get access to that you know there's no way i'd be able to adopt or participate in this uh, next big thing that's uh, happening and that that was a fight that we were uh, trying to battle out and we tried to do this with information right by education educating the right uh, information out trying to tell people uh, even even regulators about what is what you know there is obviously a capital uh, you know uh, fear but also there is a good side of things, right? How internet is evolving, we should evolve with that. And especially in India, India is a country which is 
very known for its fintech dunya right like a lot of people talk about how easy banking is uh, we take it for granted right but when you go outside you realize how difficult it is to do banking uh, so when you when you when you stand for such things right and and there is a revolution that is happening right there ideally we should be participating in that uh, so like i said so we had like a dark times during 2018 to uh, i think 20 where there was no bank and you know there's there's a story right there you know like i, I mean how about. the hell do you how do you how do you run an exchange with no bank yes i mean i think i think that was an that's a very interesting story by the way uh, uh, so so this happened uh, we we launched our exchange wasirex in uh, march on march 8 i'm not wrong and just four weeks into you know launching you know we worked hard we did everything you know all the teams came together we were like pumped up about you know what we are doing how we are going to impact you know we had all the stories philosophy everything coming together and within just four weeks you know rbi drops this bomb saying hey no banking service for you guys and we were like oh my god what do we do now right it's it's almost like should we just shut down or should we just continue building what do we do right like how do we even continue right it was just like we were almost <laughs> yeah. I mean we were just frozen I to be very frank I remember that day when the news came out me and Nishal we 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 got, we you know got down we probably finished a packet of cigarettes trying to figure out what do we do next what do we do next and uh, somewhere there right uh, I think probably in that few hours of figuring this out we got this clarity saying hey you know what it's worth the fight you know let's do it and just just resonated between us like let's just do it you know we'll we'll see what will happen and that's how we came back and you know sort of pumped our team again saying hey guys we are going to we're going to do this right we're going to do this and we'll figure this out how to do this and that changed the entire attitude and that, and that's when the, the battle began right for all of us at least uh, as wasirex team uh so you know no banking ban uh, sorry no banks which means you know you basically kill the on ramp and off ramp uh, for india you know people cannot participate in the crypto revolution that was quite bad and we didn't want that so then uh, what happened is i basically locked myself in a room trying to figure out what do i do you know how do i not use a bank how do i get people to do this use escrow service many many things around it and you know obviously there were like basic p2p options back then right like you had local bitcoins how they used to do it but we realized that's too cumbersome for an uh, you know somebody to actually build liquidity on top of it or to even have a retail version of that but somewhere around that is when we cracked and we innovated uh, world's first p2p auto order matching uh, engine uh, exchange which basically meant all you do is you just put how much you want to buy and it just matches with two or three people and you just pay that guy right uh, luckily banking uh, is really good in india so people could directly send money to other person and uh, get crypto rather than you know using our exchange so we just got rid of the bank we just got rid of the bank <laughs> <laughs> love it love it yeah i mean it, it, it was it was crazy it was crazy times you know even even to tell people and and somehow i would do that and that is when you know things started changing because we were just innovating daily on a basis you know trying to figure out how do we make it easy even the on ramp uh, when the banks were there it, it used to be like within 5 minutes right so we had to beat that we said hey you know how do we get somebody on ramp within 5 minutes and when we built this p2p it, uh, at the beginning it used to take 1 hour 1 and a half hours you know uh, up and down and said hey no 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 we need to beat this we need to beat this and we you know automated certain things innovated you know brought in certain you know machine learning and some some ai stuff around a lot of algorithms there 
and we cut that time to almost 10 minutes right so imagine you placing an order to buy a crypto you get matched you send the money and the seller says okay i got the money all that happening in 10 minutes it was just amazing uh, you know i just loved uh, building that out and literally you know just optimizing it and again and again and that went on by the way and during this time is when all the other exchanges sort of uh, took a step back they left india nobody wanted to sort of support india and we were focused on you know just building on building on and we knew that you know someday we'll be able to crack uh, or convince people because uh, we have in my even in my entrepreneurial journey back in the days maybe we can talk about it how uh, you know you sort of disbelieve in the future of uh, the internet or the future of technology and the moment you realize that this is it this is going to happen it's just about time you are just 100% into it right and just just take all the risk and we had to literally take a big risk because we had a team right they had some of them had loans to pay some of them have you know xyz our careers were at stake but still we we literally believed in it and i, I think i think it's it's i you know hats off to my team and everybody uh, to actually you know sort of uh, follow that and and uh, make that happen and yeah i think uh, th- this is like a short story of uh, uh, how we got there I mean, the adversity you have to get through to get to where you are today, you know, it, you know, there's always the story of entrepreneur starts business. Now you're the biggest exchange in India. Everybody's famous. No, everyone forgets how hard it is in the middle, right? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So when did the banking laws change? Why did it change? And what, did, and what happened after that? Yes, I think uh, so. This, this, so the banking laws came into uh, in in two thousand eighteen, where the ban came in, and this is where you know all the all the banks were like uh, basically cutting all the banking service to us. It so much happened that even for uh, to pay our employees, uh, you know, their salary was getting very difficult because banks were not uh, supporting us, right? So, you know, we had to figure ways to make sure everybody is being you know comfortable and still being able to you know at least we sh- we should be able to run the show. Uh, very tough time, you know. When I think about it today, it just feels very uh, stupid. But like it, it was very real, right? Uh, people were struggling, and we also had a couple of other funds where you know government might make it illegal, and you know uh, people might go into jail. There's a lot of rumors around, a lot of you know bills being passed, a lot of lot of uh, you know just just text there, right? Uh, on top of everything. So it was very bad time, but what we did was uh, we formed a uh, group a, and a body and we started fighting this in Supreme Court uh, with RBI. And uh, you know, when we started, we never thought we would take on RBI, right? Like uh, Reserve Bank of India or even yeah. government for that matter. Never thought about it because we are techies. We just, we just love building stuff. Never thought we'll get into you know, all these things uh, against government or you know, trying to convince government. But it was still fun, uh, a very good adventure. Uh, so we tried to uh, uh, reply or try to target with information, right? We're getting the right information, trying to show how everywhere uh, things have, uh, uh, every country is being evolving, how uh, how cryptocurrency, most importantly, how cryptocurrency 
is not actually a currency but an asset class right when those differentiation started coming out when the market w- was getting more matured when everybody was reading up more and more things started getting more clear and that's when you know supreme court actually said hey you know this is not under uh, your jurisdictions rbi jurisdictions and and that uh, circular was actually taken off and when they took off i, I remember that date by the way so you know this was early in the morning all our team we were all working hard imagine two years almost three years we just working on to you know finding a way around the bank and suddenly realizing hey maybe today we will get the bank thanks of its on board right like yeah so we were quite positive the day started and we said hey let's start the integration because we should be the first guys to get banking support you know banking deposit for our users and we started working on it and i think it was 11 o'clock 11:30 is when you know we could, on the tweets we could see the arguments happening and the verdicts being discussed and finally it got a, like a you know and uh, yes oh my god the the the, the I, i can still feel the energy that we had in the team right everybody was just shouting screaming because it it, it felt like a, we won a war uh and it was just a first war to be frank but then it the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the joshua that was just the, that was just a battle it wasn't the war <laughs> absolutely it was just a battle and uh, and and uh, our team got together again like we we probably celebrated for 15 minutes or 20 minutes and quickly after that everybody's back everybody's trying hey you know what we need to make this big we need to get this uh, bank support right and we worked that night i think we worked for almost continuously uh, you know trying to get the banking integration done and maybe within like i think 24 hours or uh, within 48 hours we launched the banking support and that was crazy i was the first guys to launch banking support and i could see that in our team right we've been just struggling to do this and finally we here we are we have like you know direct banking support it was a, it was an amazing moment and f- since then we saw the volume spike up like crazy uh, we saw the adoption you know people who were just at the boundary saying hey whether it's illegal legal not sure you know whether i should jump in i love the technology but i'm not sure should i get in all started jumping on and it was not just uh, investors or traders but also entrepreneurs right everybody now started rethinking hey can i build for uh, can i build for crypto in india can i is there uh, you know opportunity here and that's when you see a lot more startups jumping into it a lot of more entrepreneurs jumping into this space so it was this this signaled a very good uh, you know I, i would say a a good message to everybody not just at an investor level but also the entire industry and from 2020 uh, march uh, we the volume just kept going up and up and today uh, i think in december uh, we did about close to 9 billion in volume a monthly volume and, you guys uh, or the whole or, or india in total uh, only us only us on, only wasirx and what so about Wazirx? india in total how big is it in india in total so we de- we do about uh, uh, 80 to 90% of ina volume in india so you know you, uh, 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 of everybody else so i think you can just do a small math around that right like trying to understand right. but uh, when we started right like that's that's very important like when we when we started i think somewhere in uh, in in march or april somewhere that I, i told my team guys we want to be the number two exchange in india when i say number two exchange that's the number two exchange uh, crossing even the stock market and uh, and 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 you know we we had a you know a big plan trying to put every kpi there saying hey this we want to crack it 
we're still there we wanted to we wanted to do that in 2020 uh so today in in december we did about uh, close to 7 billion in volume and where is the uh, the bombay stock exchange which is just above us uh, which has been there since it's, it's an old establishment in spot market does about close to 16 to you know 18 billion odd and we are like hey you know we we started with uh, probably uh, you know 100 million or maybe uh, a month and now we are here can we just surpass that and and you know create history and show the people in india that you know here you know crypto has arrived so that's that's the that's sort of the josh of our team and that's where the you know team is also aligned we we really hope that we'll be able to do this fantastic so who is using crypto talk me through the landscape of okay what are people doing what are they buying how are they using stable coins who are the players here is it small retail is it you know, because India's got a great payment system, so they don't need it for payments. So talk me through the landscape. Who's who's getting involved um, right now? How do stable coins fit in? All of that. Yes, I think it's also very seasonal, right? Uh, you know, they, when when you have a certain type of token going up, uh, you have a different kind of uh, people being more active in the exchange, right? And uh, from from our data, we see the same guys may not be active all towards the year. It's very seasonal for them, but there are. Uh, what's happening right now is we, we can see three major players, right? Uh, one is obviously the retail uh, growth. The retail growth is more towards investments, uh, trying to figure out what is happening. You know, uh, the th- that's how, how their journey starts is they try with few cryptos. That's how they start their journey with. And the next step for them is, hey, now I know what's Ethereum. Can I use something? Uh, can I use a D app? Can I use a play-to-earn game? Can I use something else, right? So that's the step two of it. So we we realize that, you know, this uh, this is just a basic adoption. We are just like a basic adopter for them to come on board. So that's, do they that's, tend to start with, do they tend to start with Bitcoin? Are they more Ethereum people? What is yeah, it that they adopt? I think, I, I think Bitcoin is still the most famous uh, token for everybody to get started with. But then, you know, yeah. there is obviously uh, the whole... Uh, uh, the rush of meme coins that is being you know in the news and everywhere that people want to sort of try that out and being very actively doing it and I know a lot of folks who have probably started with say, ten thousand rupees uh, that's probably just about close to one fifty dollars you know made uh, some money and they're like hey you know now I believe in crypto well that is a good story but then after that is when they actually dive a bit more on it right and that's 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 the part I love where where they start understanding about crypto uh, just beyond what their initial onboarding, I would say, right? Like these mean tokens are more for a lot more people to just get the flavor of what crypto can do. Uh, and then the second very important part, which is which we have been seeing and we've been focusing on, is the institutional players. Uh, you know, long back when we started, there were hardly any institutional uh, folks signing up, maybe one or two or three in a week. Uh, sorry, in a month. But now, uh, probably in March, April, we started seeing, you know, five or six in a week. And that's just started going up. What, and what, kind, of in- what kind of institutions are we talking? So these are actually fund in institution or treasury management and many types of institutions. There, there are obviously the HNI uh, family institutions. Many types of institutions are there. Somebody wants to do into HFT, that is high frequency trading, trying to take advantage of the market. And I can see a lot more traditional finance folks coming into it and trying to take advantage from a marketplace point of view. 
and they are the ones who are active most of the season right they are very more uh, very sophisticated they need apis they need service everything around that and then you obviously have you know hnis and many other guys who are also coming on board uh, i mean I, i i generally can't imagine this probably in 2019 but today when i think about it you know this is how india is onboarding to crypto uh both from institutional to retail to you know hni everybody sort of taking a small cut to to sort of uh, get a flavor of what is it and i think it's a good start in general and what about stable coins have people used that or is there no need because of the upi payment system or are they using stable coins for remittance payments how are you seeing that uh very difficult to say about remittance uh, as 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 we don't track Uh, everything from you know the, uh, it's very difficult to track uh, uh, the entire chain but uh, what we do see is usdt is more for them it's not for payments primarily but more to trade in different markets because uh, though we have the most liquid inr market but when you have usdt market you have more liquidity across the world you have global liquidity coming in and uh, that's how people have been using it right when they want to trade in uh, in a large sum it's much more easier to trade with usdt you get more markets to uh, access to more markets in general if you know anywhere across the world fiat markets are always at premium and there's always a liquidity crunch up and down uh, so it's it's very difficult to create liquidity for fiat markets uh, people think it's easy to on ramp and offer millions of dollars uh, today yes it's easy but it it was very difficult you probably you know a year back but uh, on ramp and off ramp liquidity is very important and we've been just building on top of it and now being able to uh, sort of expand to more and more markets so now the need for only using usdt has sort of coming down as we as we progress um so where are we now with regulation because we're waiting for the kind of more regulatory clarity because there's been a typical indian government fight with everybody over we're going to ban it all to <laughs> this is the future of india Where, where where the hell are we yeah I, I, there's a lot of misconception about you know when we talk about government right collectively it is obviously one when you actually interact with them there are so many small pieces right there are different departments focusing on something everybody is seeing the other side you know somebody is working on the compliance side somebody working on the liquidity somebody working on you know you know terrorist activity so it's it's not one answer right and and we've been trying to work with as many people as possible and i have the same question right like uh, where are we right but literally from 2018 as we have seen the journey there's been more positive uh, uh, you know feedback that is coming in there's more curiosity coming in there's more learning coming in trying to understand what this market can do trying to understand you know what's the potential for india uh both at a job creation point of view uh to a uh, you know uh to wealth creation many many things right which was which was never discussed probably two years from uh, now uh, uh two years back so it it's 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 it has changing and i'm i'm literally looking forward to what is going to come it's very difficult to say what's the answer there but in general uh you know we have seen uh, you know our financial minister being talking about that saying that if this is the future and we should take a calibrated approach that by itself says that you know we are not going to have like a ban but probably have a regulation in 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 between and which is a good thing which is exactly what we want we want to keep the bad actors out and keep you know have a regulatory framework though all the exchanges most of them like you know uh, are self regulated trying to do everything uh, in, to make sure consumers are protected everything is around that 
But uh, going forward also, if you have backing from uh, the government itself, I think uh, India can sort of participate in this whole tech revolution, not just in wealth creation, but also you know job creation to entire industry that we can think about. Yeah, where was where are we with the bill that was trying to go through in December? Did that go through? Not or... yet, not yet. I think I think it's just getting postponed again and again. So what talk people through that bill because I think it's quite important and that's going right. to settle the landscape and give you some clarity. It won't give you perfect clarity, but talk right. about the bill. Right. So I mean the bill has a lot of history. I think 2018-19 is the Gur community who created the first bill which was about banning obviously like, you know, there was uh, very little understanding about what cryptocurrency was. But over time, these things have changed. There was a new community that is being formed that has been working on this, uh, you know, a, a better landscape of, you know, how it should can be regulated. And there are a lot of departments who have been interacting with us, trying to learn from us, you know, how it works, what, what they do, what are the risks uh, uh, with, these, with these assets. So... Uh, in, in my opinion, I think there being a lot more groundwork that uh, has to be uh, done before even coming to a proposal, right? Because if, if otherwise it, it goes back to what happened in 2018, where RBI just said, let's ban it, right? Uh, so uh, I think it's going in, uh, through that uh, process. There was a proposal of, uh, you know, being uh, sort of uh, presented in the last uh, winter session uh, in, in, in the parliament. But then I think there were other high priority things that had to be sort of addressed and, and the uh, parliament, the house addressed that. So I'm hoping that this could, we could see this uh, in, in the next session that could, uh, that is happening in March. And hopefully we'll have a better discussion of that and have more data to play with and even discuss about it. Yeah, the more time is that, the more time actually plays in your favor because <clears throat> you guys and others in the industry, uh, educating government, educating civil servants, educating. So the longer you get, actually, the, it actually helps a bit. Yeah, to a point, it is great, but not beyond a point, because now we want to make sure uh, India is growing, right? And and these uncertainties sort of block you to innovate things. You don't want to, you want to do the right stuff. You don't want to do something that is not right, right? So uh, every day that's question. And if, if that signal comes from the government saying, hey, you know, we support and we do believe in uh, growth of this industry, I think that by itself would uh, get a lot more people to jump into this industry, right? Today, uh, there are really good, talented folks who are still skeptical about should I move to this or not, right? So I think uh, in general, there'll be a very good, uh, healthy uh, uh, outcome from, uh, you know, whatever the banks, sorry, whatever the government says. And uh, ideally, uh, you know, building the foundation for this industry. Yeah, because India is almost, well, not, it's not totally unique, but it's quite unique in its ability to scale this as a business opportunity. Because you have fabulous engineers, fabulous, you know, mathematicians. You've got already a digital-based payment system. You have everything in place for India to be a leading global player in the entire space in the building of the businesses and that kind of stuff. I think Polygon's there, isn't it? One of them Absolutely. is based yeah. out of it. Yeah, um, Polygon. In fact, a lot of uh, projects are coming out of India and and uh, a lot of them are respected outside. You know, uh, pe uh, People take it for granted that uh, you know it's just coming from India, but actually outside, everybody is looking forward to what's coming from India. And, and and also a very good analogy is there, right? Like in, during the internet boom when it happened, the only disadvantage that India had was the penetration of internet. 
you know, the tier one and tier two, tier three did not have access to internet uh, to be able to you know, participate in the whole internet revolution at dot-com boom because nobody knew, you know, what's happening there, right? But today, that's not the case. Today, we have internet, uh, you know, even to tier three, even to somebody very small, and they have access to, you know, one Mbps line minimum to be able to consume content and, you know, add value. And these are these are folks who are actually creating, you know, small, small history uh, in, on the internet. And I do believe, right, uh, India does have a chance to actually build the next Facebook or next Google on on uh, on the blockchain space. In this space, something has to come. Polygon is obviously leading this, and I'm very happy about it, very proud about it. Uh, but again, right, I, th- I just believe that the next big thing could come from uh, India. And uh, all we need is, you know, entire support of everybody, including government, to make this uh, a reality. Yeah, once the government realizes it, They'll be less worried about capital outflows because if you build great businesses, you get capital inflows. I mean, Absolutely. It's as simple as that. And, you know, you're uniquely advantaged as a country, I think, to do extremely well because China's quite closed now for all of this. So India is that, that perfect place for, A, people to bring build their own businesses there because the talent pool is huge, but also for Indian entrepreneurs and bring foreign capital in. We're already seeing FDI in India doing well because of what Reliance is doing and other, you know, leading players bringing huge FDI. Absolutely. I think, I think that's, that's the play, right? Uh, the moment you, uh, India starts creating value for the world at a global scale, you know, you'll have uh, more wealth also being generated and coming to India. So I think, I think it's, it's a good play where the switch will happen from capital control to more of open economy. What's the next phase of adoption in India? How do you now get, you know, the core group of users, how do you broaden it out to more people? How do you get more people involved in this space? Because again, the other thing that the governments tend to pay attention to is once participation becomes much broader and everybody's proving that they're regulating it well, self-regulation is good, and, you know, suddenly it's a lot of voters. What, what's the next phase of, of adoption in India? How do, you, how do you do that? Yeah, so there is, there is one is, you know, obviously number of people coming in. And the other one is the right way to do this, right? And the right way to do this for us is, you know, education. And we've been investing a lot on education about what is crypto, the opportunity. And and not primarily from an investment uh, education, but primarily about the opportunity that you have to, you know, sort of participate in it uh, as a career or what you can do, um, you know, hackathons, many things around that. We are trying to build that, the, the basic infrastructure for a lot more people to come into how, this industry. How do you do that in a country with so many languages? I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, people think India, everyone speaks Indian. I mean, there's no such language. So you've got this nightmare. It's kind of like Europe where everybody speaks another bloody language and it's hard to do. How, how do you even do that? It's, it's really tough. I'm telling you, uh, even our app, uh, you know, you can have different flavors of language you want to play. You want to, you know, see that in Gujarati, Malayalam, you know, Tamil, so many languages are there. But we have sort of Indianized it. It's very important because for us, it's it's about reaching that tier three, right? Everybody uh, giving That's that right. as an opportunity. Even from an education point of view, it's been, it's it's always been a tough journey for us. But recently, we've been trying to crack different things, uh, you know, even in terms of uh, collaborating with, uh, you know, influences of that language. And trying to scale that up, and we've been doing that in creating an entire network of uh, you know people who can preach uh, and and spread the right information. 
So first level, we have to train them, you know, what is what and what we'll discuss. And after that, they are able to create content, which they also go and 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 try to uh, you know spread that across. So it's 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 nothing happens in one day. So it's been a work. It's a continuous work that's been going on. The team has been working towards it, and slowly, 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 we are making that tend towards you know educating uh, people in the right direction. Yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons we're building out Real Vision India is exactly this: is is people need quality information. Um, they need a trusted source. So that they can learn and they can learn, you know, because th- this is a global thing, which is rare. Because if not, you're buying shares on the Bombay Stock Exchange, they're regional. But this is a truly global instrument where all information is globalized. So that's why we thought, you know what, India is a perfect place for us to try and help educate people, just get people the kind of information that they need because the opportunity set is huge for people. Absolutely. I think, uh, and also the youth of India do understand this, right? Everything is at a global scale. They have access to internet when they were growing up. Uh, you know, this was not probably the case probably 10 or 20 years back. But now they have a better understanding about these sort of, uh, you know, fine prints around this. Yes, they have not very matured about it. So that's where education is very important. And, uh, you know, what you guys have been doing is also really commendable because this is the right way to sort of, you know, get more people onto this. It's not not only about capital coming in, but also uh, uh, an opportunity for them to work also, right? Like, so I know a lot of creators who I, uh, when, once we launched NFT Marketplace, I know a lot of creators from tier three being able to sort of present their work and able to sell their work to global community. Never had it has ever happened to them. And we were just able to create that value out of nowhere. I know I keep getting these messages from them. Thank you so much and doing this. And, and that is when you realize what you did, right? Because you don't you don't think about it and do it. You just just do it, and then you see the impact. And you're like, oh, you never thought about it, but this is crazy, right? This is how we should be doing. Yeah, I mean, you're of- connecting Indian artists, musicians, creators, whoever it is, sports teams, anybody, with a global audience, right? Of people who want to be involved. So you're you're creating globalized capital flows for people who ordinarily get paid in rupees, and it's hard suddenly it changes the whole game. Absolutely. Like, you know, it never struck us, right? Like when we were starting, we thought this is an opportunity. We should do it because India is coming to uh, crypto. India is coming to Web3. So, you know, if they're coming to Web3, we should have all the web tools and, you know, we should create an ecosystem. That is how our vision was. But when each thing started creating impact is when you realize, oh, it's even bigger than what we can imagine, right? So there's so much to be done uh, in this space. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have we, what What are the sports teams? Because India is obviously a sports fanatic country over cricket and a, and a few other sports. What have they done with NFTs, social tokens? Where, where is that whole thing? Because that, that's another way of onboarding right. literally hundreds of millions of people. Right. It's, it's still at a little, it, there's a lot of complexity there. It's primarily because, you know, you have BCC, there's a lot of money involved. Who gets to do what? You know, this 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 whole thing around that. But at a very small level, everybody's experimenting it. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not very aware of all the things that is happening there. 
but i keep talking to a lot of uh, sports team trying to figure out you know how do we uh, you know onboard them uh, what, what is that they are doing they are also very curious you know they they don't they don't know how to come on board and we being no but we've seen nba top shots for example and that's a no brainer for indian cricket in some way shape or form right absolutely and and see there's a difference right in india and and us there is a culture of collection in us where you collect cards because as they were growing up there was this whole culture of uh, you know collecting rareable cards but those sort of things are not uh, what uh, you know a lot of indian youth have grown up with right so there's a cultural difference right there again and we were right. trying to experiment this out and we thought you know probably this is may or may not be this uh, space but these are you know how cultures play uh, different markets at this point and we're just trying to figure this out uh, even i'm pretty sure the uh, the folks uh, 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 you know who have been leading all the sports industry they're also looking into it and trying to see if this there is an opportunity or not and we're just trying to figure that out we are going to give the the platform and bozirex is going to give them the plat- platform for them to you know sort of showcase what they've uh, done and and give opportunity for people to be part of it because it also feels that it's an obvious thing to do with bollywood um you know that you've got huge influencers you know the film industry's huge i think nfts change the future of film financing because that you know uh, if there's absolutely. nfts on indian films i can now participate in the cayman islands i mean again it's global capital flows is what you create the opportunity for it's amazing correct and, correct. and community participation in everything absolutely i mean when you when you realize i mean this is this is the spirit of web3 right it's it's a, it's community coming together supporting each other and and uh, you know each other's vision to sort of build what it is and and sort of do that and if we are able to take advantage of it we are able, we can grow at a global scale rather than being very isolated and you know just relying on few people uh, you know around yourself so you're expanding your uh, believers circle i would say on the internet uh who would actually support you to build what you want whether like likely you said even if now when you talk about bollywood uh you're still probably talking about big bollywood movies but what is what about you know somebody at home who wants to sort of build a documentary or a small uh, you know a movie he's he can do that you know web3 enables him to do that and you know sort of get his audience who can become a believer and uh, do this so there's so many opportunities right there uh, so many use cases that even i can't think about right where the people are very creative about you know how to use this to in the right way uh and take advantage of it and build a uh, you know create value for everybody else when you go out for dinner with friends you know obviously about 4 years ago they thought you were crazy you were <laughs> now breaking the law you were kind of laundering drug money now they kind of get bitcoin they want to ask you about bitcoin But are you seeing your friends who are entrepreneurs starting the penny start to drop about web 3 thinking you know this is an interesting way to build how, how where, where are we in the web 3 journey the broader journey of you know community participation in business models and that kind of thing Yeah absolutely I think uh, I just want to add a small story there right like so probably in 2011 uh, while I was working on my other startup uh a professor used to come to my office and that's that's when he told me about bitcoin and he said you know this is internet money you know this is how money is created he told me the concept of money and and i kept arguing with him saying uh, debating with him you know how is it even possible this is not real but then something stuck i knew there was something there you know need to figure that out and uh, and 
and I think it took me, and I did mining in between, obviously, like 2013, 14. I did all these, you know, DIY stuff. I was always involved, but not so serious about it. But now when I think back, wish I had just taken that, you know, instinct and gone deeper into it and taken a plunge then, right? I'm still too late into this. Uh, there are people who actually have, have uh, taken a plunge and then, you know, uh, done this. So I think it's a very similar story. Everybody has uh, their, their starting point. Uh, luckily, we are in the market where now we got little attention. You know, uh, before if I go to go to a party and talk about Bitcoin, people say, "Hey, you know, you started Bitcoin. You're talking about Bitcoin again. Please uh, sit down." <laughs> but now they listen, right? Now there's there's an opportunity there, uh, which is which is amazing to see how uh, things have changed. Even in media, by the way, 2017, 18. If you try to go to a media and talk about Bitcoin, nobody wants to cover you, right? Because it's it's not something that they want to cover. But now media has also gotten serious about it. They are they are they are not any longer just asking about Bitcoin price. You know, there was a time they were all they would do it is how much Bitcoin will go, what do you think, etc. Now they are talking about you know more matured questions like you know where how will the industry grow for you know these people? How will the industry grow for these people? I'm like wow, you know, good to see the main media also you know sort of maturing to it and same reflex to a lot of entrepreneurs right away. You know, I can, uh, today only, I think I, I just read somewhere, uh, globally, there's for 18,000 uh, odd uh, people, monthly active developers working on Web3. And it's a global thing. And obviously, when you think about tech, I think a, a lot has to come from India as well, right? I don't have the numbers there, but I can see that. Now, the, all the guys who've been, you know, who always been acquainted, uh, started pinging back saying, you know, what can I do in, in crypto? You know what's the opportunity there? Uh, so I was a very big uh, uh, ever believer of crypto games. Okay, in 2018, I, I'm also a big gamer. I used to build Counter Strike maps. We'll talk about it later. But I believe that you know games are the best way to sort of get adoption. And in 2018 and 19, I think just going to a lot of game developers trying to convince them, saying, "Hey, you guys should build for crypto." And everybody said, "You know, we don't want to uh, build for crypto. We don't believe in it." I, Probably in in you know in five years or six years we'll do it, but now so when you know I get calls callbacks from them say hey you know uh, I should have listened to you let's let's do something you know let's do that so everywhere the, the tides are changing and it's a good thing in general because everybody is now seeing an opportunity and when these people see opportunity there's a lot more creativity and you know building coming into this ecosystem. One of the things that um, I found interesting is and I think it was driven probably by Andreessen Horowitz was to try and adapt the terminology move away from crypto and move towards web three because it sounds a lot less it's not a currency it's less threatening um have you started to see the media pick that up in india yet so they're starting yes. to refer yes. to it all as web three and so therefore you know somebody like the times of india or you know other kind of well-respected media outlets feel less like it's it's something that they shouldn't be talking about I mean, I, I mean, hats off to you know uh, this this web three uh, word because it definitely makes it much more friendly and and makes it look like the future, right? And when people look at the web three word, that by itself is constructed in the right way, rather than just saying crypto, cryptocurrency, which is too complex for anybody to understand. And uh, yes, uh, in last I think three or four months, I've been just seeing that everybody's talking about web three and now sort of dropping the cryptocurrency uh, part and more moving to the Web3, which is the future. Yeah, it's like uh, Web3 and digital assets. Those, that's been the absolutely, framing. Absolutely, absolutely. 
you get rid of the word currency, which gets the incendiary thing from the central banks, like yeah. we do currency, you don't. No, this is just an asset market. Absolutely. And it's a new way of building the internet of value. And, you know, people I actually calm never down thought about that. it. The moment you said it is when I, it just clicks me. Yes, things have just changed. And just a few days back, I was thinking, you know, how everybody started talking about Web3, Web3. And, you know, it just connects the dot. And yeah, it makes sense. Like everybody is now just talking about that. And, and it, it is the right way as well, right? Because cryptocurrency is just one aspect of it. It's just one, uh, you know, spirit of it, right? Like, but there's tons of other things which doesn't come under cryptocurrency in general. Like the economics, many, many things that happen, the incentive models, it has to come into the uh, bigger frame, which is Web3. Siddharth, listen, fantastic conversation, really interesting. And we'll definitely check back in with you. I want to see what happens in, let's hope they finally pass the bill in March. We get some, because <laughs> you know, you know, globally it matters too, right? Because these are network Absolutely. adoption models. You price them off Metcalfe's law. We need India in the equation, you know, for the market, the, the the network to flourish. So, you know, it's a huge market and it's really important for globally. So everybody's eyes should be on India. Um, but I think, you know, as you and I talked about, India has some huge advantages here as well. If they just get out of their own way, which is always India's problem, um, we can, uh, you know, you guys should should see some incredible growth. Absolutely. Looking forward for that, I think. Um, and thanks so much for that, uh, you know, uh, a wish. Yeah, well, fantastic to see you. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks. Thanks, Raul. Thanks again for having me here. Hey there, since you got to the end, I'm guessing you liked the video. And that's probably because we don't just turn on a camera and film. We work really hard on getting the narrative flow just right. And that's why many finance companies are actually now hiring Real Vision to make videos for them. One of our recent client videos just hit 100,000 organic views on YouTube, and there were no kittens in sight. So if you want to find out how Real Vision can make a video for your company, just email us at customvideo at realvision.com. What's up, revolutionaries? Thanks for tuning in to the Real Vision Crypto Podcast. For more great crypto content like this, head over to realvision.com slash crypto and get unfiltered access to the most brilliant minds in finance and crypto.